This episode is brought to you by SkipTheGames.com, your number one online escort service for any disgusting act you want done, no matter how gross you are. With a huge selection of... I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We're not doing an escort ad. <laughs> if, if you've, That's a real real website, though. Fake ad. If, you, if you've listened to the previous episodes, you'll recall Brandon. He's got a thing for the ladies of the eve. And this was a site he would recommend. And it's kind of become a thing with my friends. Oh, you just got dumped. Better skip the games. What's that 81 bucks for? Are you going to go skip the games later? Hey, Uber driver, can you take us to skip the games? Anyways, whatever. Uh... Alright, welcome to episode number Who Gives a Shit of the Valley Boys. I am your host, Dave Weasel. Let's get this over with. Dude, I got the headphones. Like These headphones are so loud, I could just hear my heavy breathing. It sounds like I'm snoring when I'm awake. That's a fat guy thing, to snore when I'm awake. Yeah, I never got back on that keto when it shows. I'm getting fatter by the minute, like, like Christian Bale preparing for a role. The only roles I got are sticking out of my shirt. I'm... I'm so fat, I could retire off of how many 7-Eleven points I got. But you know what? At least I can still fit in an airplane. I find that odd when fellow fatties complain about that. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks, but have you, ever, have you ever been to a... That's a sign that you need to lose weight. That's a sign you need to make changes. You know, like, when I get emphysema from smoking, I'm going to quit smoking. It's like that woman who was too fat to fit in an MRI machine, so they had to bring her to the zoo to get one. Like, that's got to be awful for that woman, but it's also kind of hilarious. I'm sorry. But again, if there's ever been a time to make changes, it's when you're getting an MRI where they do checkups on hippopotamuses. Huh? One, time, one time my daughter's mom, which is code for X, but I still have to remain in contact. We're good friends, though. But one time, one time she asked me uh, when I was thinking about not being so fat... And I made the mistake of saying, when women stop fucking me, which is a pretty good reply, but she did, she had the worst reaction to it, which is she told her mother I said that, the grandmother of my daughter. So now she's probably picturing me at these orgies, ordering KFC on the fast food apps, because they have one. Every, every app does. Every uh, fast food place has an app. It doesn't even... It doesn't do anything except remind you that it exists. It's like the McDonald's one. It sends you an app. It just goes, Big Mac. You're like, what? Do I get a discount? And they're like, no. But you're fat. Get in here and eat it. It's like an abusive ex. You know, they send you them texts. Hey, what are you doing? Get over here. You feel so empty inside. Just like an abusive ex. Squeal like a pig for me. Squeal like a pig for old Mickey. <laughs> It's funny how they consider obesity to be a disease or a disability, you know, like wheel over disabled people, move over cancer patients, make lots of room because obesity is a disease. That's a disability. I'm not going to buy that shit until they start letting fat people into the Special Olympics. Could you imagine those games? I mean, you have some incredible athletes in that and you have me. Kind of showing up there, stepping up on the podium and breaking it. You've got wheelchair basketball, but it's me sitting in one of those Walmart wheelchairs you can sit in because you're too fat to do your shopping. You've got this real inspirational kid with no legs. He's riding a skateboard or whatever, and and I'm just, you know, in a competitive pie-eating contest. I could, I could go on, but I think this is mean for everybody, you know? I'm trying to make myself the punchline, but really I'm just punching around everybody else. 
I will say, though, it is kind of weird when a disabled person at the Special Olympics wins the gold medal and then he thanks God. Like, that that dude isn't on your side, you know? But that's the thing. That's the thing. Religious people are going to be religious. It doesn't matter if you're disabled in the Special Olympics or an Uber driver, apparently, because I had an Uber driver. This woman picked me up in L.A., and we're going all the way to Orange County. So this is like a 90-minute ride. And the whole time, I mean, this was already playing when I got in the car, and it was still playing when I left. The whole time, she had on her phone a YouTube video that was right on the dashboard. It was a video of a, of a sermon by this mega church dude. You know those guys making like $9 million a year? Uh, his name is Stephen Furtrick, or Furtrick, I don't know. And he's got this sermon going, and he's giving all these religious proverbs, and he's saying... Life is short. You should be doing what you want on your terms and also thanking God. But do what you love. And this woman, she's nodding her head, you know. And I'm like, oh, shit. I don't think driving an Uber is what she had in mind. She's going to drop me off. But she didn't. She didn't. She stuck with it. She got a $0 tip, though. But I didn't report her. I didn't report her because I already got a woman fired from Lyft. This was during the pandy. There was nowhere to do stand-up except for the, the, uh, this guy, the Valley Jesus, Ryan Telmo. He set one up outside the bowling alley on the sidewalk. There was comedians on Ventura Boulevard outside Corbin Bowl in Tarzana, which is a five-minute ride from my house. And, and he set up a, a, a speaker and a microphone, and we had a good time just getting drunk and doing stand-up right on the street. Anyways, I took an Uber there. Five minutes. I get in the car, I'm looking at my little notes on my phone, you know, and the woman says something, uh, she's like, you know, I'm well aware that people could hack my phone from their phone, and I just go, oh yeah? And she's like, yeah, I've had, I've had that happen to th with three different riders. They're sitting back there, looking at their phone, hacking my phone, getting all my information. And I'm like, oh no, I better pay attention to this. And I said, pardon me. And she said, I know you're hacking my phone back there. Now, here's the thing. She's already saying that there's been other riders who have done that. Three of them, as a matter of fact. And I show her my phone. I'm like, these are just notes. And she said, uh, nah, nah, I know what you got going on. That's code. That's code. And I'm going to report you to the feds, whatever that means. The feds, are you going to call the IRS on me? So luckily I get out uh, with like she drinks me to my location like I said this this whole thing happened in just a couple minutes and I get out and and I this was back when I was on Twitter I tweeted something about it you know and 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 I reported her now the reason the only reason I snitched is because if I don't report her first she's gonna report me and they're gonna take her side so I tried to get ahead of that a little bit you know so I reported her first I said, she's a crazy woman. She says, I'm hacking her phone from my phone when I was just looking at my notes about fart jokes. And so right away, Uber calls, or yeah, this was, pardon me. If I said Uber, it was Lyft. I don't know. I don't remember. We'll say whatever it was. It was Lyft. They called me and they said, uh, hey, um, yeah, just so you know, we, we've immediately suspended the driver. And I said, well, shit, that makes me feel bad, you know. She's a woman. She's out there working. She happens to be a black woman, uh, you know, and I support the cause. And I took her fucking job away because I carried her one. Says, yeah, we supported that. Uh, or, yeah, we suspended her account. She's not going to be driving for us anymore. 
also, we saw what you posted on social media, which is weird because believe it or not, my last name isn't Weasel, not spelled that way. And I said, oh, how, uh, I, you know, how did you know? Because this all happened in the span of like maybe five minutes and they knew they're on top of that shit. So, yeah, I got a woman that was definitely Lyft. I got a woman fired from Lyft. Now, I know that's Lyft because the other guys, Uber, are the reason I reported her in the first place. I had a bad experience. Remember the aforementioned woman I was talking about, that the mother of my child? Okay, when we were still together, we were at this little event thing, and this was in Hollywood somewhere, and we left there at 9 o'clock because she's she was very pregnant at the time. And we get in the, oh, this guy picks us up, older dude, kind of a, you know, like a bowling ball-ish of a man. He, he looks like a bowling ball. He looks like he'd be good at bowling, and he's playing classic rock. So I thought this was going to be a good ride. We get in. First thing he says is he tells my eight-month pregnant girlfriend, make sure your heels doesn't scratch the door. Now, I don't know if this guy was just bad at Legos as a kid or what, but that's those two pieces don't connect. Heels on the door, what are you talking, whatever. Not a big deal. The whole ride, we're listening to, you know, Black Sabbath, things are going well. He's pretty quiet, but that's not uncommon for an Uber driver. It's actually kind of nice. Drops us off, everything's good. The next day. I notice a charge. It says, Uber has charged you $80. They didn't explain why. They just said $80. Maybe they're going to skip the games.com. I don't know. But they charged me $80. And I, and I call them and I say, what the fuck? And they said, oh, yeah, it was a cleaning fee. And that, that's that's the problem is is when you're dealing with, with customer service like that, it, it, it wasn't a call. It was it was the, the text chat thing. And it takes five minutes for a reply, you know. And, and, and I asked them, what's the $80 for? Five minutes later, they said, it's a cleaning fee. And then I said, a cleaning fee for what? Finish your sentence. And then they said, the driver claims that you urinated in the car. And it's going to cost $80 to clean it out. And I said, pardon me? Urinated in the car? And at first... Like, because we weren't drinking, remember, pregnant out to here. I thought maybe it has something to do with being pregnant, you know? And sure enough, it did not because they sent a picture along with it. Now, the picture, it's, it's hard to describe this without using my hands. But imagine going halfway up the back of a seat and there's a perfect circle of water, coincidentally in the shape of a water bottle, and maybe 10 milliliters of water fluid dripping down from it and there was a picture of this and i said i replied to them well actually believe it or not i did not in order to do that i would have to fully pull my pants down position my wiener in in a very awkward i would need to put my knee over the seat over the back seat put my dick right up against the seat pee just a little tiny bit and go see you later no one's gonna believe you except uber apparently they got back to me and they said yeah that makes sense that checks out here's your 80 bucks back and here's a hundred dollar credit please delete your tweet <laughs> no they did they actually didn't ask me to do that but i certainly posted all that on twitter when i had it okay for real this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Much like a car you buy off Craigslist, life does not come with a user manual. 
At least there's BetterHelp Online Therapy, which is basically the next best thing. Feeling stuck is something we all go through, and navigating your way through the challenges of life on your own can be pretty difficult. Sometimes you're changing jobs, going through personal matters, relationship turbulence, becoming a new parent. With a BetterHelp therapist, you can get guidance in finding the cause of conflicting emotions and learn productive coping skills. Therapy really can be the closest thing to that user manual in life. BetterHelp has connected over 3 million people with licensed therapists. It's the easiest way to get therapy anywhere you have an internet connection. It's really that easy. When I'm having my own personal issues, which, as you guys know, it's quite a bit, a therapist helps me develop coping skills so I'm not getting all worked up about the small things. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched over 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. Again, it couldn't be any simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash valleyboys. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash valleyboys. But then again, Lyft fucked me over. Oh, God. Okay, so apparently this is the rideshare one. This is the rideshare one. I'm done with Lyft as it is. Even They banned all of my friends, which is hilarious. They were getting a little too rowdy on the way to skip the games, I suppose. But they, they um, one night, it was like 3 in the morning. This is out in Sherman Oaks, going back to Reseda. So it's a little bit of a drive. It's maybe 10 miles. And and this uh, I called a Lyft, and it never showed. And then, you know, half an hour later, I get a notification that says, thank you for riding with Jenna. Please leave a tip. And I go, I didn't get in the car with Jenna. The trip happened. They picked up the wrong person, and they dropped them off at my house. This is 3 a.m., Ventura Boulevard. It's most likely a drunk person because a drunk person is going to get out of the car and go, or sorry, a sober person is going to realize this isn't my house. I got in the wrong Uber. But nope. They just dropped a drunk guy off at my house. Nothing happened. You know, I've got cameras. Didn't see anything. But still, she drops him off there. And uh, I tell Lyft, what the fuck? You dropped off a stranger at my house. He's probably drunk because it's Ventura Boulevard. And they reply back, sorry, who's this? They literally did the new phone, who dis? And I'm like, am I not signed into my account? And they're like, oh, okay, just please verify your identity with us first. This is well, I've already signed into the account. They have no problem taking my money. But now they need to identify, they need to verify my identity? What about the dude you picked up? And so they ultimately said, oh, sorry, we can't verify your identity. And I said, what about the guy that you dropped off at my house? And what about my, like, that's an expensive ride. That's like 20 bucks. And they said, go fuck yourself. So I haven't used Lyft ever since. Same thing. Anyways, if you fuck around at your job, you're going to lose it. Or that used to be the thing. They, you know, it, it, the, the lady Lyft driver that, that called me a hacker. Yeah, she did deserve to get fired. I just didn't want to be the guy to do it, especially a, a black woman. I support the cause. I, I feel bad about that. But regardless, you see these signs at McDonald's and the ilk, low paying jobs. They have their now hiring signs. Please work for us. Why won't anybody work for us for a wage half of what you need to be making to, to, to live properly in Los Angeles? 
I, they, can't, they can't find people to work for them full time. Imagine that. That's why they need to be a little bit more honest with their now hiring signs. They got to stop saying a competitive wage. What the fuck does that mean? 10 cents more than the other guy? Does it mean that you're only going to have to live in, in dire destitute instead of fatal? Does it mean that you can you could competitive you could show up high? Because they all do it, and that's cool. I got no problem with that. If, if they're doing their work, what the fuck do I care? Big Mac's a Big Mac. I saw it on the... I, saw, I got a notification about it. I don't care if a stone guy makes it. That's what they should say. You can work here if you're stone. Just don't sell drugs out of the back. Then you'll get people working there. This is a shitty job. You're going to hate it. And it's going to be so awful that you're going to want to go back to school. You're going to go to one of those... Those colleges they advertise on Judge Judy. You could be a dental hygienist, bro. Work here first, and that'll push you towards it. It's like those reality shows with the, the, the blind dating. One of those guys should be working at McDonald's, but they don't tell you their professions. That's the thing. That would be a, that would be a good reality blind dating show. Is no matter what, one of them's too fit to fat on an airplane. Okay? He needs to go to the zoo for an MRI with the hippos. One of them's that guy. One of them is a millionaire. Maybe you got the millionaire. The other guy works at McDonald's, and one of them is so ugly, he can't even masturbate with the lights on. But that's the thing. One of them is super ugly, one of them is super rich, one of them is super fat, one of them works at McDonald's. Squid rules, though. Squid rules, okay? You have to marry this person and be with them for the rest of your life or spend the rest of your life in jail. Because then there would be representation. Everybody's asking for that. They want to be. They want to have more representation in these things. But the reality is, on dating shows, you can't have somebody. And I'm talking morbidly obese can't fit in an MRI. That's my new standard of obesity. Okay, we're talking that large, to where if you're married to that person, you're an enabler. It's like this, that guy who's in the, my 600 pound life. He was in that room. And his wife's job was to come in and just bring him buckets of KFC. And he's eating them with both hands. And we're all watching that kind of grossed out, kind of laughing, kind of sad, whatever. But that's what we're talking about. That's your new job in life is shoveling cereal into this man's mouth. And if you don't do it, you and your family go to prison for the rest of your life. Fuck yes, yeah, squid rules. Maybe that's going to be the new season of Squid Games. That's what it is. It's a million dollars. Married to a millionaire, married to a really good looking guy, but he's broke. Or you marry the fat guy or whatever. I don't know. I just want to see dire consequences in these dating shows because in reality, the only bad thing that comes out of it, the only punishment that you get is chlamydia because I imagine half of them have it. That's the thing with living in LA for so long is you could look at someone and tell who has chlamydia. <laughs> Jesus, I'm just shaming everybody. I went to San Francisco this weekend, this past weekend. Watched the the 49ers crush the Chargers. Went with my buddy. Uh, I, I'll leave his name out of it because uh, Bonrad will say. He had the butt farts the whole way up, okay? It's a six-hour drive from L.A. to San Francisco, and the entire time he's just filling the truck with his butt farts. It's fucking disgusting. So we finally get to the city, and right away we get a little liquored up. Don't know if you know this about your boy, but he likes to get a little bit liquored up, especially when I'm in different cities. Okay, that's like I've, I've been in pretty much every single state 
and I judge a city like if I don't like a city chances are it's because I was hung over from the last city I was in you know I'm not a big fan of Denver because I was super hungover when I was there. It's not Denver's fault. It's fucking Albuquerque's fault. So anyways, we get there. We get a little bit liquored up. Now shit's going okay. Problem being is there's lineups everywhere. You know, we're, we're right in uh, Fisherman's Wharf, which is the north part of the city. And there's all these amazing restaurants, world-renowned. Problem being, lines. There's fucking lines everywhere. everywhere. We're only there for two days. You know, we don't, we don't got time for lines, so we go to IHOP because no line up there. There was nobody else in there except for a homeless woman who came in and shit her pants. So we eat at the IHOP, big mistake. Get out, get a little bit liquored up. One thing leads to the other. We end up at a rooftop bar. We get in line there. My, my Bonrad's being a little bit loud. I'm holding it together. Okay, I'm a little liquored up, but I'm holding it together. I'm not a Tasmanian devil. He's kind of being a liquor pig tornado, but I'm holding it together. We get up to the rooftop and right away, can we get a couple whiskeys? He says, no, your friend's too drunk. I'm like, he didn't even say anything. And you look at him and Bonrad's face is drunk. The thing is, he's a handsome dude. He looks like Jimmy Garoppolo, quarterback of the Niners. In fact, these people that we were sitting with, because he's the only Chargers family where we were, they kept calling him Jimmy Jr., because he does. He looks like Jimmy Jr., Jim, Jimmy Garoppolo, if his parents were related to each other. So whatever, whatever. We get kicked out of there. Not a big deal. Problem being, we wake up super hungover on the day of the game. Wasted trip. Denver all over again. <laughs> no, it wasn't a waste. We get to the game. Everything's awesome. Had a great time in San Fran. My only problem is, because I'm using this episode purely to blast companies, was the Hotel Zoe and their fucking fees. You know, we booked it on that Hopper app. It's a little rabbit guy. You know, when you book it, when you book a hotel, he has like a, you know, those short, the cargo shorts, and he's got the the Hawaiian shirt on. That he looks like he's in a fucking hepatitis commercial, and he's excited to go on vacation. That rabbit is a fucking dick, because Hotel Zoe right away when you get there, right away they're like, we're gonna need a two hundred dollar deposit. It's like, okay, it's to cover incidentals, I suppose. And they're like, no, 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 no. You see, we got some secret fees here at the Hotel Zoe. Secret fees? Like what? It's like like continental breakfast. It's like, well, it's not continental, then is it? He's like, no, it's 30 bucks a day. And it's like, I'm sorry, what? It's like, yeah, it's 30 bucks a person a day. And you only get a $10 credit. And it's like, hold up. One of the secret fees is a $30 fee for a $10 coupon? What the fuck is that? And he's like, I'm sorry, did you just fart? And my buddy Bonrad's like, yeah, sorry, I got the butt farts. And he's like, that's another 30 bucks. I swear, they have someone in the other room with a stethoscope counting all your little butt farts. 30 bucks every time. Hotel Zoe. It was kind of pissing me off that they you, you needed your room, your room card in the elevator to get to your floor. But that's the way a homeless woman doesn't come in and shit her pants. So I kind of get it. Anyway, San Francisco, that was a lot of fun. Wrap it up. Okay, we're going to wrap this shit up. It's all over. Make sure you check out our sponsor, skipthegames.com. <laughs> if you go on that website, it's very real. Okay? I don't know if you can actually filter out uh, sex acts or if that's even legal or or how it works. You could also DM Brandon. 
Speaking of which, still haven't gotten my Twitter account back. It's been a couple of weeks since Uncle Elon's takeover, and so far I'm not back on there. At Dave Weasel on Instagram. At Valley Boys Pod on Twitter. At Valley Boys Podcast on Instagram. We got that new fall merch. Make sure you go to valleyboyspodcast.com. Click the merch button. Pick yourself up a spooky little shirt. It's great for it's it's zombie me. I look like a fat slob covered in in ooze. It's awesome and gross. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Skip the Kid. <laughs> okay. From Reseda, California. Good night. <laughs>